Hi beautiful, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Gentle Podcast. Here we talk all things that nourish the mind, body and spirit, giving you inspiration and actions on living a centered, purposeful and vital life that feels aligned with your divine feminine nature. I am your host, Rachel White, a yogi, coach, and heart-centered human, here to provide a gentle space for healing and thriving. Let's get into this episode. Welcome back to The Gentle Podcast. With me, I have a special guest, Jessica Jo Fisher. She is a coach that focuses on appearance, and she's here to share her message with us. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you, Rachel. Super excited to be here. Amazing. So to start with, tell us a little bit about your journey, your mission, your business, what inspired you, your background. What would you like to share about yourself? Sure. Yes. I will try and give the short version because I think like everybody's journey, it has lots of twists and turns where you find your way and lots of nuance gets added. Um, But I think like the quick version is I was always that um, kid who was really obsessed with clothes and design. Um, and I, it was just a fascination of mine. So it became pretty clear to me when I was going into school and trying to figure out what I wanted to do that I wanted, I thought maybe I wanted to do fashion and I moved to New York City, not for that, but I was in the city and I was thinking of transferring to the fashion institute that's big there. And I just realized I didn't click with the fashion world. Like value wise, it didn't feel good to me. And I was trying to figure out what I could do. And I realized I could do costume design because it had all the elements I liked. I still got to, I was really into the clothing, the technique, the style, how it came together. And so I found myself in this journey to sort of understanding style from the design perspective as opposed to the fashion world perspective. But then at the same time, I'm also a woman in a world that is very appearance focused. And I was having struggles through growing up, through high school and in through college, um, where I really wasn't feeling that great about myself. And in some ways, having that focus that I was, you know, constantly thinking about clothing and appearance and showing up for characters. But then my vision being there, I realized this isn't probably the healthiest for me. And I took a step back and um, I did some other work. I did some education work. And the whole time I was trying to heal myself, figure out this journey where I could be more accepting of myself. I didn't know exactly what I was looking for. I just knew I didn't want to like feel as negative about myself as I felt. And I knew I probably shouldn't because I actually hold a lot of privilege. And yet the feelings were still there. And it actually took until um, I got, I was having some infertility struggles and I had to change my dynamic and relationship with my body um, going through this to work through those. And I didn't know how to love my body. I had this like moment where I was like, you know, my body is not against me here. I need to support it, love on it. Like we're trying to work together. Like I need to come back. I do not know how to do this, but I have a background in, you know, costume design. So maybe the first thing I can do is go to my closet and start giving myself some attention there and just see where that takes me. And I was really just trying to work on myself and it became a year's journey that got into thinking about style and thinking about fashion and thinking about appearance and the messages we received. 
Um, and then I started to think about working with women on style. And even then some of the cultural messages were just so strong and reinforced that I thought, okay, we need to go head on and start talking about this appearance obsession we sort of have, how it makes us feel, what we can do about it, because it's the last thing that should be holding any woman back. Yeah. Amazing. Beautiful journey. And I love how it kind of started in one area, but really took you into this place of wanting to honor your body and love your body again. So how I found you was on Instagram and I saw this post that said, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was around decentering your appearance. And I thought that is just such an amazing message because I personally know a lot of women who their appearance is in every single conversation I have with them. It's really at the center thing at their mind and life. So can you talk a little bit more about what does decentering your appearance actually mean? Does it mean you don't care about what you look or what does that mean for you? And how does someone even start that process of decentering their appearance in their life? Yes. Um, so decentering appearance, this is a fabulous question, by the way. I'm so glad you asked this. Decentering appearance simply means that within our own personal values, right? And not the ones we say we have, but how we truly live our lives and relate to ourselves. Within those personal values, we're, we are taking appearance from being a core piece and we are just placing things that are more important and more true to who we are in that center spot. It doesn't mean we don't care about how we look. It just means we care about other things more. And then the really amazing thing is, and this is the part that I feel like a lot of the messages out there right now miss, is you can use those values then that you have for yourself, those things that really do truly define you and who you are and what's amazing about you to inform how you wanna show up how you want to use appearance as almost a form of visual communication with the world, how you want to express yourself and what you want to actually hold tight and not share about yourself with the world. And it just becomes one more form of expression and communication and not this thing by which we judge our worth, our value, uh, what we bring to the world, um, how much we deserve love, any of those aspects, which we have so tightly associated with appearance. Yeah. Amazing. I think it, it is such a, our appearance being at the center of our values is something that's so ingrained in this culture. So I think it's amazing that you're doing this work. And so you mentioned that to start with, it's placing values of more importance kind of on top or in place of our appearance. So how, how do you do that with your clients? What is, what's the first step or the action to take to actually do that? Yeah, so I actually think the first step is actually a precursor to that. I think a lot of times we want to jump in and we just want to get rid of the issue. Mm -hmm. And that feels like even more pressure, right? It's more opportunity to feel like we can be failing or we're not good enough at something or it's something we can't get past. And a lot of times what we need and what can really help us here is starting with awareness, so simply taking note of two things specifically, I find to be the most helpful, one of which anybody can do on the own, their own, the other of which there are plenty of people, myself included, out there that they can turn to for this. And those are being aware of where you are attaching value and centering appearance 
not placing any judgment on it. What we don't want to do is sit there and say like, oh, I know I shouldn't be doing this or thinking this way or worried about going out because I haven't shaved or my hair looks this way or I'm feeling, you know, bloated, whatever it is, right? Don't judge that. Just acknowledge it and try and get a sense of like, how am I feeling about it? Why might I be feeling this way? Mm-hmm. And just bringing your awareness to it. The more you bring your awareness to that, the more you'll start to see patterns and you will intuitively find in yourself where you want to go next to start to address those. And that can help you pick the right resource before you go to labeling those values. Cause it might be someone like me who has an emphasis in style. It might be someone who actually has an emphasis in nutrition or fitness or health or beauty. Those are like the big five of body image. And sometimes you need someone to take you on this journey who really understands where you have those, um, where you are placing that value in your appearance and in what ways to help you start to re-identify it. The other piece that can be helpful is bringing awareness to how we've sort of been, uh, these messages have come into our collective conscious and the conversation and demystifying them and breaking them down for what they are. A lot of them seem like they're truths. Some started as marketing campaigns for people to try and sell us some things. Some are just cultural beliefs that are really have been passed on for hundreds and hundreds of years at this point. So we take them as like natural human behavior, but they aren't because they didn't used to be that way. Yeah. They've just been around for a while. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Perfect. So going a little more into your fashion styling background, you talked about this a little before about how what we wear and how we look can be an expression of other values we have. How can someone kind of start to find their style or start to find their fashion? I know I'm just thinking of a lot of women I know who will be like, oh, I don't know how to be fashionable, but how can, how can someone start to find their style and feel really confident in the way they are expressing themselves through what they're wearing or how they're looking? Yes. So the big answer is if it's really something that trips you up and it's not something that comes naturally to you, I do think this is an area we're working with someone who can start with those values and teach you how to bring those values in through design. Like that's the process of design essentially is how we communicate visually, how someone can lead you through that. You're, it's not most people's job or even desire to learn all of that. They just need someone to help them figure it out. But if that's not the place you're at and you just want to kind of do it for yourself, what I always tell people is start with when you're like in front of your closet, right? Or you're going shopping. Start by asking yourself, how do I want to feel? in what I'm about to put on or wear. And that can be both in terms of like how it actually physically feels. I mean, your comfort in your clothing is tremendously important Mm -hmm. and it should be a baseline. Like you should be comfortable. So physically, how do you want to feel? But also like emotionally, how do you want to feel? And is there anything in particular you're trying to communicate? Usually these are for like big events, like we're going on a date or we're going to a job interview or some event or something like that. But is there something you want to say, like, I want to make sure I'm coming across as professional or whatever it is. And before you step in front of a mirror, just go into your closet, think, okay, now that I know how I want to feel and what I want to communicate, what am I drawn toward? Right. And start that, put it on, don't look in a mirror yet and just ask yourself, 
is this, do I feel like I want to feel right in this? If it's not, try again. Once you feel like you've got the feelings aligned, then if you want to go to the mirror and think, okay, is it, do I, how do, how do I think about this? And if you do that enough, you'll probably find that you'll start gravitating to certain things and you can pay attention to those and that's going to cue you into some of your style. It's going to take into consideration your lifestyle, what you like, what fits you well, all of those pieces. Um, and you might find actually you stop stepping in front of the mirror all that often. Like it gradually will decrease. You'll be like, oh no, I'm good. Because you've gotten used to thinking about style differently than just what I see reflected back at me. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So starting to lean a little bit more into your intuition and also how things actually feel. I've definitely Absolutely. had, yeah, I've had those experiences where like I put something on and I feel really good and then I look in the mirror or I see a photo and it's like, like that cringe response. Yeah. But like you said, the more you lean into the feeling and the intuition, the more that kind of that cringe response will fade away when you really feel good and comfortable and confident in what you're wearing. Or that response, going back to the awareness piece you asked about, those are the good ones to take note of for awareness because you can sit there and you have a moment where you say, you know what, before I saw myself, I felt how I wanted to feel in this. Um, I picked it for a reason. And yet, now that I'm seeing myself in it, I'm having a very different reaction. Why is that? What am I noticing? What do I think that says about me? Again, don't pass judgment, but that can be a good cue is to starting to gain that awareness of yeah. what stories you may have been telling yourself or where you might place that value. Yeah. Amazing. So these questions just to ask ourselves and sit with can bring so much more awareness than just, yes. you know, looking in the mirror and then throwing whatever you had off and <laughs> trying something. Right. Fun. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Is there anything else within the work that you do or just your personal experiences and journey that you want to share around this topic or anything else you would like to share or talk about? Yeah, I was, I know when we were communicating before we jumped on to chat that you were asking some about gentle actions and I've shared some, but the other one I think is really important because as you and I have both said, like this is just in our culture, right? Is yeah. to really consider what you're bringing in and how those are reinforcing the messages. So for me, it was like, I had magazine. I was like every magazine I had, right? Like woman's magazine. And all it was, was headline after headline were these messages that were reinforcing this attachment, Instagram, Facebook, social media. Mm -hmm. And just when you have that awareness, start noticing where it's coming back to you and cutting some of that out to give yourself some breathing space and not the reinforcement there can be a really gentle but effective action in starting to address this. Yes, definitely. Because something I've talked about before is we ultimately are what we consume and we consume yes. through all our senses. So everything we're looking at is affirming things to us and yeah, getting planted into our subconscious. So that's a really beautiful action. So to wrap us up, if you could just share one thing that would inspire everyone listening on your overall message, what would that be? That's a big question. So take a second. If you yes, sure. So this is what I find most inspiring. I hope that your listeners will also find it the most inspiring. I think women are extraordinary. I think if we can empower women to show up and share their gifts with the world, we will fundamentally change the world for the better. And I think the last thing that is even like how you look 
has no bearing on your ability to do that. It is not your gift that you have to give with the world. You are not meant to be a decoration in this world. You have extraordinary gifts and abilities and something to share within you. So let's bring, start bringing those out. Let's start thinking about what that is for us. Let's start celebrating ourselves and critically thinking about ourselves if you have that like critical voice towards those and start honoring those and moving appearance aside. And I think you'll start to see the change. All of your listeners will see the change for themselves, but also in their family, in their immediate circles, in the world around them. And the ripples will just go and go and go. And it really will be just this massive change of good. I love that. I love that. We're not meant to be decorations in the world. Yeah. Thing. Amazing. So if anyone listening wants to get in touch with you, work with you, how can they find you? What kind of work can they do with you? Yep. So I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram and on the web. So I'm Jessica Joe Fisher on Instagram and jessicajoefisher.com on the web. I'm the best at Instagram. Send me a message. Like I love chatting with people in like the direct messages. Um, and that's like the best place to find me, start a conversation, ask me a question, get more info, get more resources. Let me help direct you to other people if you've got questions and I'm not your best person. So yeah, we'll get the conversation started. Yeah. And you have so many great posts already on Instagram. So it's worth a scroll to read through them. And you're posting on your stories all the time too. So yes, go and follow Jessica Joe Fisher on Insta and I'll post all the links in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your message. I think there were so many gems in everything you shared, especially for women, also for any male listeners as well. Just around. Yeah. Just really valuing what's important, believing that we're not that decoration, how we look is not the most important thing and that we as women have so much value and so much uniqueness that will create that ripple you're talking about throughout the entire world. So thank you so much for being here. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share on social media with your biggest insight. Make sure you tag me at by Rachel White on Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.